Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. I am super excited to announce that my first children's book, Love Magic, is now on Amazon for purchase. Love Magic is a heartfelt and magical story about the enduring power of love. It's about a little girl named Charlie who has a loved one who passes, and her journey addresses the universal question of how do we stay connected with our loved ones when they pass on? It gently touches upon the magical ways in which our loved ones can continue to guide us through nature, music, love, and everything in between. I hope you will check it out on Amazon and possibly purchase it. And if you do, please leave me a review. Without further ado, let's go to the next interview. I'm so excited to have Rebecca Valla, MD, back on the show today. Rebecca is a psychiatrist who practices from a holistic perspective. She has come to see spiritual growth and psychological healing as interconnected. Her emphasis is on learning to heal your inner child and to love yourself and others in this order. She's been an active member with IONS, International Association for Near Death Studies. Welcome back to the program, Rebecca. Where, where do you think we could possibly, and you know how I feel about little children. <laughs> it's the love of my life, really. And how we could use the wisdom that we have gathered from near-death experiences to, to help these little children. What have we learned and what can we share with them? And I guess where I'm going with this, the how do you feel about the importance of a child not getting religious at all, but just knowing that there's something bigger and someone they can go to in the end, some, whether it's an angel or it's a friend or it's to give them a strength to help them navigate this life. Um, how do you think the wisdom that we've gathered from NDEs can help us do that? Well, I mean, the thing about NDEs is that they're so, um, they're so confirming that's the thing that just absolutely yes. thrills me when I'm, you know, yeah. I mean, I, can't, I, I get thrilled every time. And if I, I listen to some people over and over again, I'm thrilled every single time. Um, you know, my heart is just same. like, you know, bursting. <laughs> um, I think that children, that's where they live. They're much closer to the other side. And children, you know, their hearts go out easily to hurt animals, you know, and little birdie that you know can't you know can't fly and you know, the worry about it and you know let's help it and little animals and you know i mean and and so we just affirm that you have such a good heart and we are all connected 
We are all connected, all of life. And you know that already. And we affirm how wise they are, how, how their heart is telling them what is true. Um, you know, we, we all need to get back to our child selves in order to really be right. authentic because that part of us then allows for us to really feel, you know, moment by moment, what it is to be alive. You know, they, they carry that, they have mm -hmm. that. You know, and if we, you know, we're, we're told, I mean, different readings that I've done, that emotion is the language of the soul. And children, if there, there are children, not all, but there are children who are very emotional. They cry easily, they feel easily, they have many questions, they wanna know what happens when we die. They, you know, uh, where did the animal go that died? They wanna, they wanna know. And those are children who have probably lived many lifetimes. You know, and yes. they are, they live in a place of, of openness and their hearts are open. Um, not all children are as inquisitive or as expressive emotionally. But when they are, instead of being given messages that, you know, you ask too many questions, you know, we don't talk about that. You know, we don't talk about what happens when we die and you don't need to know everything. And, you know, I mean, they, they get, because adults are not as open as a child like that in general. And it's somehow threatening to them. You know, and, and if they're not connected with their inner child, they're going to be threatened by a child who's so bold and audacious has to be fully alive. Yeah. So if you were, if you had a small child, well, I'm sure you're surrounded by some in your life that was no, um, believing as you say, playing into or, or knowing and knowing about near-death experiences and, and knowing about reincarnation. And a young child lost their, their puppy and was in deep, deep grief. What would you say to them to help comfort them knowing what you know? Well, I mean, depending on how well I knew the child, but if I knew that that child and that puppy loved each other, that they had loving connection. I would help them remember the loving connection and then tell them that what we know from near-death experience is that love never dies. And so that yes. love will be waiting for them when they cross over. And, but they just, you know, they can't have it right now. What they have is the love in their heart they have the knowledge that that puppy was happy with them because that puppy wanted to be loved and that puppy had the joy uh, in the moments that they were loving, you know, and playing and happy together. And she brought, or he brought love to that puppy and that puppy brought love to he or she. And that's what we're here for. Right. And that they will be re they will be yeah. together again, even though they're really yeah. always together. Yeah. <laughs> and depending on how young the child is, they already know that, right? <laughs> they do already know that. So on your on your website, um, 
you talk about, well, first of all, let me ask you, um, how can we help the young? It was kind of like my last question, but become more resilient knowing about NDEs and once again, reincarnation. I know on the website it said, it is then that with courage and compassion for our wounded inner child, we can take hold of the direction of our own lives and to actualize the purpose for which we were born. The purpose always involves joy and freedom from the tyranny of being other than who we were born to be. So this is talking a little bit about the inner child, but let's say we don't want to wait until 50 before we figure all this out. You know, this is what I'm so passionate about. And we want to help a, a, a child understand that they, they have a purpose and they'll have many purposes throughout their lives, but how we can help them actualize who they truly are. Children, I mean, children, if, if they're given what they need, if they're loved securely, and if they're really um, allowed to be themselves um, uniquely, and it's not imposed on them that they have to be a certain way or like a certain person or whatever, uh, they will um, be engaged with life. You know, they will, you will be able to see that they came here because they wanted to be here. You can, you can see it. They wanted to be here. And so right. we can affirm that in them and say, it's, I'm so glad you decided to come. And I'm so glad you decided to be in my family, in my life. You know, um, I, you know, I, you know, I'm just so thrilled to know you, to have you, you know, to get to know you. And, you know, they just, they just take that in, like, you know, they lap it up because they don't hear it and they need it. See what I needed as a child, I had a lot of knowing but I didn't have any affirmation. I didn't have anybody saying, you know, right. you're right. You know, you are a child of God. You know, you're right. You do, you were, you were brought here for a reason and, and you do belong here. You know, I just, I just didn't have that. So I had so much um, doubt. I had a lot of, uh, you know, I knew, I knew what I was committed to and I was going to stay committed, you know, to Jesus and to God. And if God takes me, then right. that's all right. But I also had a lot of doubt because I didn't have any, any kind of, you know, affirmation um, or, you know, encouragement. I mean, other than what I sort of got indirectly. So what is your purpose now in life? My purpose is to love myself and to, you know, to, to have that love, you know, radiate into the world, love other people to the best as, as my ability, you know, love to be, I know I try to be the loving person that I need to be, you know, for myself. And I don't like to disappoint myself. And that's mainly, <laughs> it's not so much a duty to others as it is that I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to, you know, thoughtlessly, uh, you know, hurt others. Um, but none of us is perfect. So I try to do the best that I can. And when I'm aware that I missed, you know, whatever I intended didn't, didn't land very well, then um, I try to be 
you know, uh, take responsibility. Uh, I try to um, say, can we do this again? Can we do this differently? You know, I mean, um, I'm, I'm here for what would benefit you. That's why I'm here. Uh, and, and that's, you know, that's what I want. Um, and so intention is everything and honesty and sincerity, you know, um, so there's so many, so many qualities that I had as a child that I'm relying on, you know, in my, all through my adulthood. And now, you know, they say the child is father of the man, right? That's a, a saying from a poet. And that's true. And they also say that we come around after spiraling so many times, we come around to the child that we were originally. Um, and so that's true too. Um, and our children are, are sacred. They're, they're sacred to us as a civilization. Um, they are teachers. And they have, you know, you ask about resilience. Oh, and I think about the children who have been through, they've been through terrible things and they, every day might be a terror in their lives. And they put on their clothes and they get up and they go to school, you know, and they face the world and they face the day. You know, it's just, it's just so admirable. It's talk about courage, you know, I mean, it's, it's so impressive really. And it's, you know, it's, it's who we are as human beings. I mean, it's the best of the best of who we are. We can find in our children. Right. It is so true. They are, they are our greatest teachers. Absolutely. So Rebecca, just briefly, how did you, um, just jumping into it, a, a question seems that was so profound what you just said. <laughs> and it's like, and Rebecca, <laughs> um, how did you get involved in studying near death experiences? You know, it just came out of my truth seeking, you know, all the different readings that I've done, you know, um, I'm reading about spiritual things. Um, and, you know, I mean, I was e eager to know about it when I first saw Moody's yes. book and you know, life after life. And, and then when I realized that there wasn't an, an organization, I didn't discover the, the near death, you know, the IANS organization until I was, it was around 2013, you know, so that's like not even 10 years ago yeah. yet. Um, right. But by then I had read all kinds of you know, near death accounts. And I mean, you know, I didn't, it was like not the first time I ever heard about near death, you know, experiences. But the organization, it was a good, uh, a very good learning opportunity, you know, to be, to go to the conferences and, you know, to hear so many people and to read so many books and just meet people who wrote the books. And, um, you know, um, it's been, it's been very enriching and very exciting. You know, it's thrilling, really. It's thrilling. Um, right. Like Bruce Grayson says that even though you don't have an NDE as a researcher or one who listens to this, and Pim Van Lommel says the same thing, you know, you listen to these stories over and over and it can't, you can't help but change your, oh, it yes. changes your and, life. Uh, and, you know, and so to me, it was all very, um, a very in sync with 
what I already knew and with what I already, you know, the path I was already on. And, you know, it's, it's wonderful when you have that kind of congruity. Now, you know, people will say, well, you say you started out being a Christian and, you know, you, uh, you've been baptized. I've been baptized three times. And, uh, you know, so now you're this, you know, this, this expanded consciousness person, you know, where's your, <laughs> where's your Christianity? And I say, my Christianity is in my heart, right where it's always. Yes. Absolutely. No contradiction it whatsoever. Be, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Right? It's right? just expansion. Right? <laughs> we keep expanding, you know. Jesus was about love. And so when we find out that love is what we're here to learn, well, there's no contradiction. And religion, all religions have the golden yes. rule, and which is love interweaved in all of them. So it's, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what it's all about. So Rebecca, do you feel that our paradigm is shifting a little bit in terms of, of awareness of the con that there's more or not that there's just a higher a higher more powerful something more powerful than us but that we're really going outside and understanding consciousness and the continuity of consciousness do you think it's changing some from your practice and all the work that you've I been hope doing so you know i think it is um you know, we have to we have to feel that uh, we're sh you know we're showing up in our own ways right. in our own lives, uh, bringing the consciousness of that we're all one, um, and that we're here to you know love and to learn how to love better and uh, to bring love to the earth and to learn to cherish the earth and and you know we have yes. We have so far to go, um, but you know, in, in a way, it's it has thing to do with self doubt on an individual level. We, you know, there's, there's, you know, doubt comes out of fear, right? You know, to think, oh well, we're we're not making enough progress, or there's not enough of us who are really working hard to bring love into the world. And, you know, well, there's a lot going on that we don't know about, and a lot we can't see. Okay. You know, one of the lessons from my life is that things are not as they seem. There's a whole other reality. Uh, and so we just have to keep, you know, knowing that, you know, our we're being helped. We're being guided. We're none of us is working alone. We have lots and lots of energy, spiritual help. And we're, you know, our job is to, is to do what we can while we're here. And this is what we came for. And this is why we wanted to be here now. We want to be a part right. of this of this change. Um, and that's the most important and, thing. We yeah. can't keep track of are we where are we getting and is it happening fast enough? And yeah. Yeah, that's the, the ripple effect, just doing those small things in life can be really, really big things. I'm sure you've you heard at the NDE, I, I can't remember who it was, but a woman who was very accomplished, you know, CEO, just very accomplished. 
Um, well, we're all very accomplished, but <laughs> and she had a profound NDE. And during her life review, what she was shown is when she was a 10 year old girl helping and, and she was one of those people that held up the signs. So you could cross the street and helping an elderly woman cross the street. And that was one of the like really strong things that came out in her life yeah. review. So nothing about the money she made, nothing about a seat. So those small things every day and with, and with animals and with nature, yes. it, it's the ripple yes. effect. It goes out into the universe and that's what our children do, yeah. right? They do it every day. <laughs> yes. So those are some of the yeah. lessons we can, can say to them, you know, the fact that they were kind to someone and that they shared children will do that. They'll share their food, they'll show their toys, you know, and to, and to say mm -hmm. you're making the world a better place when you do, you know, right. Um, and to just, right. just cheer them and, on. And mean you know? it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you, we need to wrap it up here, but what would you, Dr. Rebecca Valla, <laughs> what would you like to shout to the world? Well, I guess joy, you know, I mean, just say something joyful. Um, I love to sing. So probably I'd be singing rather than shouting. Um, and I love old hymns and um, like, I love the hymn, open my eyes that I might see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Um, because that speaks to me, you know, that speaks to my heart. I love the hymn, what a friend we have in Jesus. You know, I mean, yeah. I sang that when I was little and I meant those, you know, those words really spoke to me. Um, so, you know, we're all, we're all connected. And I didn't know as a child, and what I wish I had known, is that I was never alone. I didn't know that I had angels and spirit guides. And I didn't, I didn't know that. I believed that I was being guided by God, but I didn't know that I had as much help surrounding me as, I, as I've had my whole life. So that brings me to my last question, which is if you could take a walk with your five-year-old self, what, what would you say? I would just be so uh, um, affirming of her. You know, I'd be like her biggest advocate, you know, and I'd say, you are terrific and you're going to be doing wonderful things to make the world better. And you are even now with your heart being, um, you know, you're not, you know, you already know not to, um, bring revenge or, um, you know, uh, exact some kind of price for things having been so unfair. You're not, you're not going there. You're just, you're just going on in the best way that you know how, and that will pay off mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. You're, you know, you've got great strength and great courage and don't, you know, don't despair. Those are the words I would have needed to hear. It would have been great to hear. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Marla, for all this. This is great work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And if people want to find you, how would they do that? Uh, well, my website, you know, is RebeccaSVallaMD.com. 
Well, thank you so much. I really absolutely Marlon. Thank you. Okay. You have a good yes. day. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.